Hello and welcome to Game Woven, a collaborative storytelling collective building a world one game at a time. Now, this next arc is going to be a little different from the ones we've done previously, where very lovingly calling it the God Potluck. This is because each of the five of us founding core members of Game Woven are going to be gathering our own table, playing our own different games to build out and elaborate on the different pantheons and worshipping systems of the setting. So, for the next couple weeks, I have taken the keys and will be playing Fiasco by Bully Pulpit Games. If you like what we're doing here, you can follow us on Twitter, at GameWoven, or you can join our Discord and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash GameWoven. Last time on Game Woven. Squid said the word tookus, and Nayaka noted that's a funny word for a deity to say. Together, they decided that the best course of action would be that they, who for our purposes represent a bordering on senile old man and a rational adult, secure the blade that can end divinity before any emotionally overwrought children manage to get a hold of it and do anything rash. As we descended the ladder of emotional intelligence, Tensos visited Proterra, both deities displayed characteristic growth of folks realizing that new adult relationships are hard to make after college and discuss their feelings, even going so far as to make a few apologies. It was very nice. Next, Tensos visited their brother, who was throwing the kind of tantrum reserved to spoiled six-year-olds who become the kind of spoiled teens who say, Don't you know who my father is? He has the knife. He is going to kill Squid. Tensos acted in the most rational way possible to this po-faced declaration of intent. They left. The novelty of this occurrence bought us a bit of time and a story. Apparently, someone with more eloquence than taste had written Gladios an ode and gifted the deity the quill. By the end of the scene, Tensos believed that they had talked Gladios down far enough from murderous intent and decided to ask Nayaka to have a drink. Gladios, for their part, was pleased Tensos was happy but also still determined to kill Squid. The knife is finally out, and this farce is reaching its end. Personally, I hope Squid survives, but they don't call this game fiasco, because it produces a lot of happy endings. I think the scene opens up as Gladios and Tensos walk into Squid's domain, and Tenso sees Nayaka and kind of just starts heading that way. And Gladios sees their brother go and, you know, in, in a giddy fashion that is very just out of nowhere. It, it is very uncharacteristic of Tenso. And they are extremely pleased about that. And then, like, you see that, that genuine smile from ear to ear, watching them, you know, scurry over there happily. 
and then they turn towards it's almost like the smile is fixed in place because as they turn towards squid it just as they turn it fades and they just look towards squid kind of with a half smile like and and they just uh their hand was kind of behind them making sure that that uh Tenzos didn't realize that even after all that talk they still have the blade and walk slowly towards squid and that is where we can open the scene oh oh dear friend dear dear oldest friend you know what yes you know what yes I heard that laughter earlier that was not me I know it wasn't (laughs) I know it wasn't but it brought me great joy and it did remind me of something it reminded me of something which is that it reminded me of a time where a time where I heard you laugh a little bit actually I don't think that until recently I don't think that was a very uncommon thing for me and now because of what you did uh, which why did you even need it to begin with because it was mine and you mm-hmm. felt that since you are the god of of ink and quill and blah blah blah, that you deserve to see it, and it was under your domain. But it wasn't. It was gifted to me. You are right. It was. And you have introduced something into my being that I never wanted and do not know how to handle other than eliminating the source that caused it being you. <laughs> and uh, now it is now it is Squid's turn to laugh a little maniacally, but as they're doing so, they are so throughout this time, they've been wearing a tiny hat. That's usually a, a, a something meant, people notice. By which I meant, I meant to be. No, no. That's what I actually oh, meant. Okay. I, meant I, I think I'm with everybody. Yep, that's oh, what. Uh huh. Little pop hat just sit right here like a fascinator. I'm sorry. Okay. It's late. I'm tired. It's fine. Um. I'm now just. I just will never not imagine Squid wearing not without imagining like a it is, it is canon. Hat. Yep. Like, it is canon now. Fuck it. We're going with this small yep. tiny fascinator hat. We're going with that. Okay. The whole time, Squid has been wearing um a tiny hat, just a just a eight top hat, and they take it off, sort of tap it a little, and it grows to the size of a regular top hat, but like the kind of top hat, if you had to get a top hat for a cat, grows mm-hmm. about that size, reach into it, and pull out, well, and they pop the little hat back on their head. I think I just wanted to understand what brought you so much joy. 
understand, I think, a little bit more why that happened. I also think, dear friend, for as long as you have existed, you had a lot of different experiences. All of them have been pleasurable, some of them painfully pleasurable. But one thing that you didn't quite have is longing. You had a, all of your desires just met. Drop of a hat. Basically, I've just taught you a little new technique. I'm thinking of calling it edging. I think that's a good one. I think we've just invented a new thing together. <laughs> I could give you this Prison. thing. Prison. <laughs> no, I could give. <laughs> I'm never going to get to organize a game woman game ever again. I could give you this now. I could give you this this back right now, or I could wait until a little bit later. Or I could potentially seem like I'm going to hand it to you so close that I'm just going to snatch it back a little bit. Then we're just going to keep that for a little bit, because that's the fun of it all. Or, you know, we could do a little trade. Say, for example, this, your happy, fun little memory here, your pure little innocent memory in exchange for the thing that you are not very well hiding behind your back that I presume is the thing that is designed to kill me? Um, one, I was not hiding it from you. I was hiding <laughs> it from them, and I... They wanted to talk me out of this, but... As we see, it was what you needed to recover what was mine. <laughs> so it all worked out. So I would like that back. Well, you would, would you? You would like this one, would you? Or I could kill you. One of the two. Like I said, we can simply do this as a little trade. I don't want anyone to die at this moment. And I do think that leaving this blade around for an extended amount of time has caused nothing but trouble. So, I propose. You hand, hand that to me. I give you this. And we just both continue to exist and survive. No, I will not be giving you the blade. No, no. You cannot be trusted with the blade. No. If you give me the quill back, I will, one, not kill you, and two, I will hand this blade over to my wonderful brother to archive and do what they do best. You know what? And then no one has to die. That is a much, much better trade, I think. Security of everyone for this tiny little feather. You, my friend, have got yourself a deal. And they hold their hand out for the feather. Squid is going to sit back down on their chair, sort of look at the feather and play with it a little bit, um, and sort of telekinetically float it on over, but then sort of pull it back a little bit at the end. 
and then just actually give it all the way over. You see Gladios just grab it with both hands and you don't see the dagger anymore. And as they like get the feather and they're like, oh, yes, oh, it is back. Oh, no, 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 Marcus, no, no, give it to my brother. And you see that, like, <laughs> when you look to see where Gladios is looking, you see there was a, like, a spirit behind you ready to stab you. But he's like, no, no, give it to my brother, give it to my brother. <laughs> and they just, yeah. right. And I think in just that moment, with the dagger right within arm's reach yeah. of Squid, Ooh. we'll end the scene. Mm. That was definitely good for yeah, my good buddy. Because mm. now JV. Oh. Last one, establish your resolve. Second to last scene of right. the night. Would you like to establish? I think resolve? it's a resolve type of moment, I think, probably. Seems fitting for this time of evening. I think this is just as simple as asking what does Squid do in this moment? And if the answer is go find our only missing goddess? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I think that's the one place. My only question, JV, as the person and god of chaos that you are, do you do anything, fuck with the dagger, before you go to see Proterra? Do you <laughs> snatch it and run? Because <laughs> that is something, like the dagger was right, was in stabbing range of you, which means it's in snatching range. So... That dagger that was right there in the hands of hands of that one right there. I think as soon as they leave the room, holding that dagger, going to sort of fade away to small fragments of paper that just sort of dissipate. It has been switched. A paper version of dagger. The actual dagger is the possession of our lovely goldfish-brained wid. Great. So, let's open on the seed with Squid and Bertera, please. And thank you. Bertera's probably still moping in her room. She's probably... It is probably the exact scene, like what you what you picture in like either a horror movie or like the beginning of a spy movie where it's just like silhouette by like a big window of like, and it's raining. So you just see like the back of Pratera staring out on this desolate fucking land. Mm. But also she's reading a book. No, she turned the book away. When, when Tensos came in, the book was under a pillow. So the book's still there, but she's not reading it. Well, JV, you can tell us how Squid enters the scene. Kicks down the door! <laughs> Squid is gonna do something they haven't done yet so far, which is... Have a cognitive thought? Uh, ooh. Uh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so apparently... Now, first of all... That's, no, okay. Um, no, tell me I'm wrong! <laughs> You're not wrong at all. Um, so they're going to uh, 
he's going to slip under the door as sort of a puddle, like a dark puddle. <laughs> Alex Mack style, uh, just slide under the door. Hate that, thank you. Hate that a lot. Oh, I hate it too, but here we are. <laughs> so just, so he's just gonna, just gonna mosey his way on over again. This is all mainly to just keep this silent. Right on up until the last couple seconds of it, which has squid sort of forming back into their neural cell, forming from the ink, just made like back into their regular cell. Right behind Pratera. It was really so many of my favorite writers. So many of my most favorite writers. It's a damn shame. You know, this isn't going to kill you. Not going to end you that you probably wanted it to. What it will do is it's going to make you just like the ones that you tormented down there earlier today. So you're going to have to figure out how to survive that and somehow make it back here or find joy and delight amongst those denizens down there. That... <laughs> Glink. <laughs> Most so, have. Anna, you, you, you have narrative control of your own character. If, if, if you're not okay <laughs> with this, you want there to be, like, a struggle, um, you, this... <laughs> JV does not control the entire narrative, so you can, can say no or but and and to whatever about this that you want. Can I, can I have a minute? Jesus Christ! Oh, baby, yeah. just trying to mind her business. <laughs> I... <laughs> yep. Don't, no, give me... You, you, you've done enough right oh, now. No, Let's I not know. have a moment. I just... You've done I'm enough. You're just like I don't actually know what I just said, so like, go. <laughs> so I'm I'm torn, and I'm gonna verbalize it. I don't want input. I just need to let the words explain, because Pratera has never willingly killed anyone. This is very clearly something she has never controlled, and is acknowledging that she has never controlled. But I think coming off of the mindset of I do nothing but destroy and getting that doubled down by Squid fully reiterating she does nothing but destroy, she's gonna not fight it. She's gonna let Squid stab her. Because at this point, it might be better than anything she has ever been able to do. And she will allow herself to be returned to the mortal plane as a regular fucking Joe to see if maybe then she can't destroy something. So all I will ask is, is does Pratera have any 
final words nope. or actions in the Lucent Realm? She just goes. Maybe describe the... Describe the stab, please. Describe the stab. Sure. You, you did this. Yeah. So what happens? I don't know how to how else to describe this, but this is a gentle stab. This is a <laughs> this is not a stab out of just sheer rage. This is a the dagger's like slowly. <laughs> it's, one of the, it's just oh. one of those. It's one of those okay, love God. stabs. That's all it is. Okay. One of those love stabs. God, you. It's a non-painful, or like I would hope. Well, there's no non-painful way to stab somebody, but it's one of those just sort of like, <laughs> like it's a quick, like it's a quick one, like it's just like it's it's just one one like quick shame. stab. Yeah, it's just one quick stab, just like, like a hunter killing of like an animal, right? You're you're not making it gory. No it's drawing just a quick... this out, no pain, just a stab. Uh, right, like that. Okay. I think. The only additional thing that I would want to add is that whenever Protera wakes up as a mortal, they have a journal, a special journal, has um, a nice, pretty stormy cover on it. And we'll, we'll leave the aftermath for the aftermath. But JV, is this good or bad outcome card? I mean, here's the because here's the thing. You're also deciding what my scene's outcome is. So I know what I think because this is this is the outcome for Gwyn. So, but you you didn't establish. So you have final. On the one hand, the part of me that wants to say that this was a good one, the <laughs> the the reason I want to say that is because one. Squid has another writer now, yay. But, but, they did just do something extremely wild and <laughs> just extremely, extremely wild. Kind of out of nowhere. You know what? I say this is bad because I'll be real, there's going to be ramifications from this. <laughs> This was an impulse decision that I do not think is going to be looked at well by anybody. Tenso's just got a weird spidey sense that something needed to be documented. Tenso's just got like a weird spidey sense that there was a life that just needed to mm-hmm. be documented and a form that needed to be done in triplicate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to need to be punished. Ooh. all right gang yeah one last scene to round us off here i'll just choose to resolve only have one choice but who all am am i talking to for this last one is it i think it's tensos tensos was left alone in that room gladios had kind of resolved it and went to go well went to go give the dagger to Tenso, so it might be all three of you. It might be the the aftermath of Gladios being like, hey, here's a sore, oh fuck, and then leaving the three of you to figure that out. My pitch would be then, when we start rewinding to when you first were able to speak to me, and then Marquise, since I didn't choose Resolve, you, whenever you want, is the, the or Bs, whenever you want, the, the flip switches. Uh, 
Are you holding wine? I am. So. Wait, was that you? <laughs> no. 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 I thought the planet sundered. I certainly felt Earth moving under my feet. But anyways. Was that a joke? Who are you? What is going on today? Mm. Well, it appears that anxiety has infected my brother and happiness has infected me. And while they are not having a very good time with it, as you can currently see, I am thoroughly enjoying my status ailment. And in the vein of being clearly uh, unwell, would you like to have a drink to celebrate? <laughs> if there wasn't a day to drink, I don't know when there would be. Yeah, yeah. In a more very mortal tradition, we'll just grab the wine bottle and open it and take the first swig and oh. then pass it to you. Okay. Yeah, today is not a glass of wine day. Today is a drink from the bottle of wine day. And there's like a moment of hesitation where Tensos begins doing the, the, the logistical thing of reaching for the cup and then slaps their face and then begins to drink. I am terrified. This is, this is bizarre. I have never really experienced joy, hysterical happiness, uh, bliss, I think is what this word is called. I've certainly seen it documented many, many times, but I've never really uh, had a frame of reference. And this is, it's not as bad, if I can say so myself. <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> hey, hey, this is... Can we, can we, can we let him have his moment a little bit? Just a little bit. Promise to drink with you later. Fine, whatever, fine. Do you think, I don't care, I have my feather back. Don't you have a kiddie pool to get to? Oh, no, oh. no kiddie <laughs> pools. Mean, you say, he asked. So, I mean, but anyway, before I go, before I go, I will leave you two alone to enjoy your time. <laughs> but before I go, I just want to, um, I just want to just, do I need to, for the love of God, my day has been terrible enough. I don't need to fill out anything for the dagger that was returned to you, right? No, no, I will take care of the paperwork okay. after this bottle. Okay. Where and maybe you... a few more have been Okay, emptied. well, I mean, I can't believe I'm asking. Real quick, Gladius, is this a pre or post wine bottle question. This is a pre, definitely, which is why I don't... Are you sure? Yes. I want to make sure you have put the, the weapon up because it can kill people, so I just want to... I drunk you. This is your first time, so I, I want to make sure my brother does not die. I had Martin? Was it Martin? Marcus. Marcus, Marcus. I had Marcus take it okay. to my office. It's fine. It shall be there. I will take care of things. Go, go, kitty pool. <laughs> you don't need to say anymore. Oh! I think in very classic Gladios fashion, Marcus returns 
with nothing but a letter that says, Dagger's gone. Oh, Marcus. Oh, you bring me something. What is that? <gasps> oh, no. And I think, again, that less than joyful feeling pops back, but this is a different one. Uh, Tensos, I am feeling something else. How did you spill the pool? Uh, I don't and just turns doing. around and slaps the bottle out of Tensos' hand. Oh. And I then like slowly that. turns the note to them. Oh, that could be a prop. And probably at that moment, feels the cosmic event happening. Well, I've done my job. Goodbye. I looks at you, Nayaka. I. What is this feeling? <clears throat> uh, I am going to do something very, 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 very uncharacteristic. And I'm going <sighs> Stay with me here. I'm going to procrastinate dealing with this problem. It's a bad, bad, big, bad problem that is going to require a lot of work and hours and paperwork and fixing and papering and just general. Hey, hey. A lotness. What? What? What isn't? So I need you to understand the ramifications of what I am about to say. Hey, and and I will like put my hand on your face. Whatever you say. I don't know how long you're gonna be like this. I would very much like to witness it. Fuck it. Do you want to get drunk? Without we we already started. And then we'll, like, look around. It's like, can we be drunk? Not here. This isn't either of our rooms. And I just feel very uncomfortable being in someone else's room doing this. It's weird. 100%. And, yeah, bees. As you leave, there is another spirit there. Probably still Marcus, because I don't think I've sent Marcus back. With just two bottles sitting there waiting on y'all. Aw. Oh, lovely. Because I did slap one, but I did slap that bottle out, so. Takes both bottles and just says, you can go home now, Marcus. <laughs> All right. I have two very large bottles of alcohol, a desire to drink my problems away, and a desire for company. Does that work for you? That's a very mortal thing to do. Oh, Oh my. Well, let's... Let's get mortal with it. What do other things do mortals do? I believe the term is indulge. And I'll just kind of grab your hand and, and lead you away. Woo! Indulge! And just hear through a ring because <laughs> he indulged the lucid realm. Indulging! <laughs> Can we call the scene there? Yeah, As Pratera's yeah. fucking body bleeds out on the ground, you just hear, well, indulging! Pratera, the last word you hear as you leave the adult <laughs> lucid realm, indulging! He stole my bad outcome, so I couldn't be like, oh, wait, my duty is to protect Pratera, my 
technically not wife, so I can't stay with you and I have to go. But no, it had to be a good outcome and be a happy thing, so whatever. I'm honestly just glad that it could be the good outcome. That makes me very happy because it also brings narrative narrative happiness to me. We've just hit the last scene. It is time for Aftermath. So, Keys, I need to roll me a d10 and a d12. Because yep, yep. as a reminder to our listeners at home, normally these would be cards and be easy. We just flip them all over, but I didn't buy the online card thing, so I just am using dice to randomize it. The D10 is a 4. The D12 is a 12. Okay. So, on your positive, you got another plus 3. Hmm. And then a 12, you got a minus 2. And we'll get to what that means once everyone's gotten their bit. Bees, same thing. D10, D12, please. <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> yeah. So for everyone at home, the, the minus two is tragedy death right on time. <laughs> oh my God, that is beautiful. Um, So I have a, uh, I got one good and one bad. Yep, so D10, D12, please. The 10 is a 10, and the 12 is a 6. Okay, so you got a plus 2 for your positive card, and you got a minus 4 on your negative. All right. JV, if you could just roll me 2d8. All right. Or 2d10. Oh, okay. That is a seven and a three. So minus three mm. and a, a minus five. Okay. Mm. Don't understand how could how could Squid's story not end well? Jv, you got Oops. double death. You got double death. Double death. Oh, this um, is fitting I- though. I will roll myself 2d8 because I I went two and two. Two good in my first act, two bad in my second act. I got a plus two and a plus five. Rigged. Look at you! Rigged. <laughs> Rigged. Rigamorous, girl. Rigamorous. <laughs> All right. I do want to say I really appreciate JV using misdirected passion real hard in that scene towards Pratera. I really appreciate mm. the full send on the misdirected passion tilt. And I would say you thought it was taken care of, but True, it wasn't. I got both. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah, and Anna, last but not least, if you could roll me 2d8. T- one is one. The other is six. Okay, so minus one only. A. We like that for something. <laughs> and then. No, no way. And then oh minus four. All right, so we're gonna read from the rule book here. So we're gonna continue clockwise from the last scene. So that means we're going to Anon first. You're going to get your face down outcome. Perfect. So I know how aftermath works. 
Is there any way I could do the justice of being the last one to go, seeing as I was fucking killed? Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that's more than a reasonable request. Sounds good. So that means we'll skip over you. All right, so first up, we have Pentos. So your final total uh, was plus three. So your aftermath is the blue three. I'm gonna send you that if you could if you could read this out loud mm -hmm. to the audience. Counting clockwise, find and take the aftermath card. That's what I just sent, Marquise. If the appropriate card has already been taken, we take for the next lowest. Taking turns from the highest aftermath result to the lowest. Read out your aftermath result to the group, and then take a moment to explain what this means specifically for each of your characters. How did their story end? Did they get everything they wanted? We're guessing, probably not. So, however long you need, read your card, and then you can wiggle that into whatever narrative you think fits best for okay. our lovely overworked accountant. Mine is repulsive. Most likely, I'm not as I'm not. I might not be dead on the outside, but I sure as hell am dead on the inside. The emotional or mental wounds I've suffered, those will never heal. The future is a brick wall. So there is a rebalancing, so to speak, in what Squid has done. And Pensos, their prerogative, their mission, their existence is about keeping the universe going. And as lovely as that one night of happiness got to be, the world must come back to, uh, to diligence. So holding on to that one memory of happiness, I think that in order to rebalance the cosmic scales, Tensos gives of themselves and forever steals away their ability to feel happiness again in order to help rebalance the divine and the cosmic scales that have been unbalanced in the removing of Pratera. And in so doing, as there is no longer a creator of storms, of natural disasters, that ability for randomness to happen, as random as their one moment of happiness was, now goes into the world to bubble up a storm on behalf of the fallen goddess, both out of a sense of duty and a small amount of guilt that they feel responsible for what happened to her. And Gladios, you never get to have that drink with your sibling. Speaking of, Gladios, what's your aftermath? Bees had a plus five. So if you could read that out for the audience. I don't like this. Hmm. <clears throat> My aftermath for Gladios. Appalling. I don't want to seem bitter now. I know what it's like to be utterly crushed casually brought low, forced to eat my own words, 
and stand mute and powerless before my enemies. They gloat and I am helpless. So that's nice. So with that, I think the original in the moment feeling of getting the feather back definitely elicited those good, happy feelings again. And then they put the feather away and I think, you know, made sure that they, they, you know, set the bottle so that their brother can go and enjoy this wonderfully happy feeling. And I think the reason that Gladios never has that drink with their brother that night is because as soon as they get back to their room and the feather is put away and Marcus is sent back. I think the rest of the night, Gladios experiences a new emotion. And I think it's, I think it's rage because of how, even though this was a very important thing to Gladios and it was probably the only treasure that they have that something that you know it means the world to them that squid took it for shits and giggles lost claimed it was lost but had it the entire time and just the entire interaction of getting it back was just full of ridicule and just squid not realizing what the the depth of what happened and how much they fucked up by doing this and how fucked up it was to do this and they just like all all that glad I think for probably I want to say I guess really for gods it really doesn't matter timeline but for uh you know I guess to to put it in in fleeting human terms I want to say for like weeks Gladios has nightmares just tormented by squid over and over again and keeps the facade up during the day because I think I think what happens is that after a while everybody's like okay what happened to we haven't heard from Pratera in a while goes and finds out that Pratera has been killed. Well, sent back. And takes some of that guilt on. Like, oh, if I would have, you know, if I would have given this dagger back to my brother uh, when they first came and asked, this wouldn't have happened. And then once Tensos finds out what happened and completely just walls off any positive emotion in order to restore balance. I think that adds another massive boulder of guilt and regret on Gladios's shoulders. And so Gladios will, for the most part, keep up appearances of enjoying, uh, you know, the hedonist uh, lifestyle they have everyone has been accustomed to them enjoying. Essentially everything they touch or taste 
turns to ash and there is only one thing that drives them and I would like to a quick little scene of that which is the camera opening up and you hear Gladios laughing and oh don't worry I'm about to have so much fun Ooh. I, I, I'm gonna don't worry brother I will take care of the kitty pool myself this time <laughs> and then as soon as the uh, as soon as they pass through the beads you just see that facade leave and they grab a bottle and they sit down and uh, they've they've taken this invention the humans have come up with uh, called beanbags and has two of them sitting there and they sit down in one and there's a table with two glasses and they sit down and they look around and they snap their fingers and a door appears where the bead where the beads were and then after that they go okay you can come out now we have things to discuss and usually you'll see a rift open up when they summon someone and they just kind of like fall through it and they're like whoa, whoa you know like stumble through it but this time the rift opens up and if it's okay with my fellow player i would like for Pratera to step through and even though Pratera is in this mortal coil this mortal form gladios does it just it's it's a regular thing where they summon them and they sit and they drink wine, talk shit. They update Pratera on what's going on. Pratera gives them some gossip. And that's all the, the beginning stuff. And then after that, and they've gotten a couple classes in, they start speaking about revenge on uh, Squid. And that's, I think that's that's where we leave. Like the camera just like zooms out as they're, uh, they clink glasses. Incredible. We're not going to go to Squid next. We're gonna we're playing a little loosey goosey, but technically we're supposed to go from highest number to lowest number, which would put Squid last. So I will go next, then Squid, and then we'll do Pratera to finish us off as per the request. Mine, I had a total of plus four, managed to pull myself up from minus three. <laughs> so my aftermath is shocking. Well, that was humiliating. My reputation is now in dirty pieces all around me, and I'll never think of these days without a shudder of horror of my own aggressive ignorance. I think my best days are behind me. I think Nayaka doesn't give up on trying to get Tensos to open up again for a while. You know, like these little moments and, and flashes of trying to crack that shell, trying and still see something, see come some kind of spark again. The Lucent halls just feel very empty to them now. And as I kind of established, Naka was very like like hands-on with all these like mortals and heroes and like and, and and kind of shepherding them through. But as 
time marches forwards and the attempts just seem more and more futile. I think it, I think Nayaka, which was his mortal name, eventually realizes that, or at least to him, I'm clinging on to something I can no longer have. So Nayaka is gone. As part of the rebalancing of the Lucent Realm, Nayaka goes away shedding the memories of mortality. That one thing that most tortured them and becomes Odette, god of heroes and villains, of ambition, and becomes simply a deity. Hey, Squid. I personally think that's a serve, but okay. All these are really upsetting. I think yours is the most upsetting of all. Read your... <laughs> Please. Okay, I have to say it like this, though. Hapless. While I'm not precisely better off, I'm no worse for having been involved in this ridiculous disaster either. I'm back where I was, and given the circumstances, I'm sure we can all agree that is pretty good. Yeah. So that's what you get with the minus nine. In Fiasco, you want big numbers at the end of the game. These middle grounds are bad. So, yeah. So, like, okay. The thing is... <laughs> It is exactly as it sounds. On back where they've started, they've not really changed all that much. A whole lot has really, has really changed. The only thing that has changed, that things have gotten just the teeniest bit darker. Because... While the humans are down there just sort of toiling with their constant attempts at becoming heroes, their constant drive towards hedonism, the <laughs> amount of time that they spend trying to make things make sense, trying to make order where there is none, the longer longer that they try to do that, the more powerful a little thing known as chaos becomes. So, <laughs> due to the fact that they're bad at remembering things, and they're starting to realize that they can have a hell of a lot more fun playing with the lives of the mortals a little bit more, they're gonna lean full tilt into that chaotic little part of their brain and to start sending people on stupid quests, even more stupid quests than before. So many people will be eaten by giant animals for like no reason. It's gonna be wild. There will be some balance to it, of course, but you know, just all going to be best story possible. I was gonna say, the only thing that comes to mind is I think 
Squid's first scene was with Nayaka, just talking about how it's going to be a good story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full circle moment. No. Full circle moment. Anna, you had a minus two, if I'm not mistaken. What's your aftermath say? Revolting. Well, that was nasty and probably extremely brutal. I'm just speculating here, but my guess is that I've lost something precious, like a body or part of my soul, while traveling on my personal road to grand ignominious failure. Maybe I'm dead. Maybe I'm not. And I think we see Pratera in the one-by-one mile square that no one dared inhabit before due to weather and nasty shit that occurred. Living alone in her own sort of penance, in her own sort of self-reflective state. She remembers everything when she was a god, but has no ability to control anything. The only connection she has is when Gladios does occasionally invite her in. And it causes a lot more pain than it does joy because she sees the world she once was in, but she does it for Gladios. She does have Squid's journal left there. And based on the information she was given, of course, during Gladios and her Goss sesh, um, every year on the anniversary of when she was stabbed, she will rip out a page in that book and burn it consistently year after year out of spite, out of anger, out of frustration. She never attempts to meet another soul. She doesn't believe she deserves any sort of contact with the outside world. She doesn't deserve, she she doesn't believe she deserves anything more than this perpetual life of solitude with an occasional visit to something she can no longer have. And I would like to think she eventually becomes some sort of folklore We don't go in that area, but there is someone there, someone living there, someone you don't want to meet. Kind of all of these nasty, horrible stories about who or what is living there. And part of them, she started about herself in the hopes that she could never do damage again to another person who attempted to befriend her. If I can add just a little... I don't think Gladius has to worry about the Goss sessions stopping because anchoring her to the mortal world, not allowing her to go back or leave it, still like inside her is the blade. Squid just has the hilt. So she physically uh, has the blade between. And to make it just, I think, the little bit worse, I think if the blade stuck there, she might never be able to die either. So she is stuck in this world. She can't go back up and she can't go down. She is stuck in this world of perpetual, I am alive, I am here, and I am alone. And that is probably for the safest. So, that, my friends, has been our game of Fiasco. We now know our deities of the lucent realm one of many pantheons you'll meet here on game woven i have to from the bottom of my heart thank all of my incredible friends 
these people out of love so much for coming here and telling this story with me. One last time, tell the people who you are, where they can find you. We'll give Anna a second, so, so Marquise. Hi everyone, I'm Marquise, sometimes known as Body Time Online. Your internet ex-boyfriend? No, it was not amicable. I trusted you, Jamie! How fucking dare you do this? But you'll actually get to hear my voice. I'm Time, again, is, is a soup, but maybe you'll be hearing me at the same time on Moon Harbor Heroes, um, as I'll be playing on, on the, or Game of Masks. Um, you can also definitely hear me on um, Ballad of the Seven Dice, as I play in their Pathfinder 2E game. I'm just a little cat boy, Magus, who's trying to save his boyfriend. And it's okay. What about in the game? <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, it's also sad times over there too, because he's an 18-year-old boy caught in a war. Incredible. Beast. That was about your beautiful self. First off, fuck you, Rob, for making me feel feels. Nobody makes me cry my own tears. All right? Nobody. <laughs> We know that's not true. <laughs> so, hello, everyone. I am your not-so-happy, but still helpful harbinger of height. Oh, God. I, 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 I love this. This is... These people I am playing with are phenomenal individuals, and I, I love every time I am lucky enough to play games with them, so... God, this was so good. This was so good. So good. Yes, I can be found on Twitch at big underscore bees, B-E-A-Z, and anywhere else on the internet at biggest underscore bees, B-E-A-Z. You, if you enjoyed my crazy hijinks and antics, you can catch me on a guest arc of uh, Campaign Skyjack from the One Shot Network. You can catch me for a guest arc on the Roaring Trainers, Canto and the Jazz Age. And I will be announcing some new projects coming out soon. So I probably by the time this airs, they will be in full swing. Tell the people where to find your announcements. Well, you can find them uh, on, well, actually, I don't even know for the most part. I guess if Twitter hasn't completely dissolved there, or uh, on one of these new, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to be hip like all the kids and get on all these new social media. So wherever you are, just search biggest underscore bees, and I promise I'll have some updates there for you. That's it for me. All right, let me just uh, take the dagger out of my back and hand it back to JV. Oh wait, it's in there forever. <laughs> Jimmy, tell us about yourself. Where can the where can the good folks find you? I first feel the need to apologize to everybody. Girl, I don't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> anyway, hi. Uh, this is why you're on here, Jimmy. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> I don't set out in every game to wind up being a chaotic lunatic who absolutely commits a heinous act of murder by the end. But it happens, and I don't know why but anyway i am beyond happy to play games again because honestly it has been a minute since i've gotten the chance to do so and i just it fills me with joy and delight and happiness and 
I feel a sense of fun bits of fulfillment there. It's very lovely. Currently, at this moment, I am working on several different video essays, trying to just keep making them happen. I have to fucking teach myself keyframe animation for one of them, so... And I'm gonna do it for the rest of them, because I now figured it out, and I cannot be stopped. So, there's a part... part one to the series already. That one is called Mermaids. It's a thing about the mythology of mermaids. And part two is coming, hopefully, by the end of this week, and it will be modern... It'll be out by the time this podcast Absolutely. Airs. Absolutely. And so it'll definitely be up by then. You can check that out there on my YouTube channel, which is Black Golden, which if you saw the if you saw who I was on the thing, you'll you'll see the spelling for it and it'll be fine. <laughs> Alright. Thank you so much. And uh, you 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 uh, emotionally ready to tell the people about yourself? Pets. You can no, find the wonderful No, Anna. I got him. Do it. I'm just emotionally wrecked. And then you can find me Sanctum Cosplays. Does anyone else just have tinnitus? Is that. Does anyone just have tinnitus? Uh, just ring it in your ears. Emotional tinnitus? That's my drag name. Emotional tinnitus. Anyway. My name is Anna. You can find me some places as Sanctum Cosplays. I'm not on the Bird app or the X app or whatever it is, but I am on the Instagram, kind of. I will also hopefully, I don't know if it will be by the time this this airs, but I will be on a upcoming Lancer podcast called Eden's Falls, where I don't play whatever this was. I play a child and hopefully much more innocent and less horrible, less sad? No, it's not going to be less sad. It's a child in the world of mech warfare. She's not, it's not going to be good. Anyway, thank you all for watching. Goodbye. I mean, I haven't watched Gundam, but I assume that we're, the kids are all really well adjusted and happy. And I'm Robbie Rowling one of the very proud members of Game Woven. You can find us at Game Woven on Twitter and Blue Sky and at some point other places. You can support us over on our Patreon for early release episodes and eventually more cool stuff. Otherwise, just find us wherever you like to find your podcasts and give us a little download, maybe review, all that good stuff. Again, thank you all so much for telling this wonderful story with me. And we will see you all next time. Thank you for listening to Game Woven. Please give us a follow on Twitter at, at @GameWoven. Join the Discord, support the Patreon, and consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. This week's episode featured myself, Robbie Rowling, as well as Sanctum Cosplays, Party Time, Biggest Underscore Bees, and Red Black Black spelled with Q E E Golden. Thank you for listening.